You're listening to the Worship Unlimited Ministries podcast. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Worship Unlimited Ministries podcast. And today is going to be another one of those special episodes that we have occasionally around here where I interview a fellow author. Now, this lady, to many of you, will not need any introduction. As soon as you hear her voice, you'll know who it is. If I tell you that a couple of years ago, she released her first book, it was called Book of Smiles, And on Saturday, the 29th of April this year, which is 2023, she's going to be releasing her second book called Love Wins. You'll know, hopefully, instantly that I'm talking about Lou, my good friend, Lorraine Beard. We have a guest. My guest. Well, you are on the podcast. I suppose I am, yes. Yes. Uh, A familiar voice, perhaps, for some of you. Yeah, can't get away from me, sorry. Some of you may not know who she is. <laughs> I'll do the lucky ones. Would you like to tell people who you are? Who am I? Okay, are well, you? I'm, I'm Lou, Lou Beard. Well, my proper name's Lorraine, just to confuse matters. Excuse me, your proper name is Lorraine Anne Marie. Okay, Lorraine Anne Marie. <laughs> if we're being terribly formal, then yeah, so that's me. That's who I am. And what do you do? Well, I'm here to talk about my um, latest book, which I'm going to be launching soon and uh, we're quite used to bouncing back and forth aren't we and in chatting on usually on the radio show when we were doing the worship and limited radio show together um done a few of those over the quite years quite a few of those yes yeah. so alex and i are very good friends i say she definitely say she's like my sister so well, yeah we bounce back and forth quite quite easily i think but yeah we're going to be talking about my latest book which i'm going to be launching very soon but as well as being an author, Lou is also a worship leader. Yep, uh, yeah, that's more of a recent addition, but yeah, that's, uh, I enjoy that. And a songwriter. Yep, I'm, I'm not one of these people who can just sit down and write songs on demand, but occasionally one will bounce into my mind, so uh, yep, I occasionally write songs. And you are already in print. Which is something which I thought would never happen to me. I mean, I've always loved writing. But I always thought having books published was what other people did. And um, I have to say, if it hadn't have been for the lockdowns and everything, I probably never would have done it. Yeah, I uh, sort of ended up writing my first book. Um, I didn't want to be 40. I wasn't looking forward to it. But it was going to happen. It begins at 40. Apparently, yeah. That's what they say. So they say, whoever they are. So um, quite a few people had laughed about the different things intentionally. You know, I wanted people to laugh about the silly things I've done and put on, and I write it on Facebook just to give people a laugh. So by that, you know, a couple of people suggested, why didn't I write a book? So by that one, I ended up writing Book of Smiles, which I then self-published in, when did I do that? 2021, Um, end of 2021. And uh, I'm amazed that people actually wanted to buy it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, self-publishing, I think, was... If it hadn't been for the option of self-publishing, it would never have happened. So that was more um, kind of, bio. well, I say biographical, it was sort of snippets, wasn't yeah, it, from yeah. your life? From the first 40 years of my life, of yeah. the daft things that have happened to me. So in 40 years' time, we'll have number two. 
book of much older smiles. Yeah, yeah. I should ought to be taking notes, really, shouldn't I? And uh, making making lists of things to include. Yes. But this book that you're publishing now in a couple of weeks is going to be a totally different ball game because. Um, you're now venturing into fiction. Yeah, so this will be a Christian fiction book. And I've always loved fiction writing. I just love creating characters in my mind. I've done it ever since I can remember. And I just love characters and, you know, what makes people individuals and how they would think about things and how they would react. And why do they do what they do. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I kind of got brave enough to to have a go at seeing if people actually want to read the stuff I write. (laughs) So we shall see. But so Christian fiction. So obviously um, you are a Christian. Yeah. And um, obviously we used to do a Christian radio show together. Um, would you like to tell everybody how you became a Christian? Um, OK, so I mean, when I was a very small child, I used to love like assemblies in school and everything. And my dad took me to church for a while when I was very little. And I always remember at Christmas, I insisted on Christmas Day and standing in my, in my bedroom and singing Happy Birthday to Jesus. <laughs> but I really had no idea. I knew that God was real. I knew that Jesus was real. But I just didn't really understand. I didn't realise that it was still relevant today. So I went all through my sort of teens and early 20s not having a clue, really. And not even thinking about it. Because after those early years when I would sing Happy Birthday to Jesus, I have to confess that I didn't really give him much of a thought. And then when I got into my early 20s I joined a choir which practiced in the chapel down the road well down the road from where I live now but it wasn't then I didn't live there then here then even and sometimes that choir would sing in services um so maybe Chris Dingle Harvest Easter and I started to listen a bit and think oh this is this is good I'm you know I kind of like this I yeah I didn't really realize this was still relevant then I met Alex (laughs) and we instantly became really good friends didn't we yeah, yeah um I always remember the first day she came well we'd spoken on the phone and I would never have invited someone to my house that I didn't really know and you wouldn't normally go and stay with someone you didn't know <laughs> not really no no but it happened and we both went with it so it, obviously the Lord was in it uh, it was all his plan and I remember Alex came to stay and on the first day she taught me how to crochet <laughs> I made a bit of a mess of it for a while but she taught me how to crochet and I find that I've learned that Alex was a Christian and we just sort of had different conversations. You introduced me to more Christian music and Christian fiction. Mm. And it was through, well, conversations we had. And, you know, we started doing some Bible plans together. And I, I had someone who I could ask questions and who could explain things to me. We had some very random conversations, didn't we? <laughs> um, like the day when I said to her, well give me like a basic outline of the bible then and we actually i always remember we sat on my landing of all places <laughs> well, yeah, well she gave me this this um explanation of the bible which Genesis to revelation in five minutes yes <laughs> it was more like about 45 i think but <laughs> probably knowing me <laughs> <laughs> but it was really helpful and i found this person who i could who didn't think my questions were daft who could see where i was coming from and could explain things in a way that i could understand but it was the Christian fiction books as well that really helped me because I could see how in these books, how God worked in people's lives and how they could turn to him when things went wrong and how, how they praised him when things went well. And that was really helpful for me. So I, I sort of really got a love from that of Christian fiction. Although some of it can be... Overslop. Overslop, yeah. <laughs> 
definitely <laughs> overslop. And I don't like overslop. Some of it is just too perfect and too tied up in a nice, neat little bow at the end. And Which I, is crazy because yeah. the Bible isn't Exactly. Of course it isn't. Tied up in a neat bow. <laughs> and life isn't no. perfect and tied up in a neat bow. No. I mean, you know, I know sometimes we all would like it to be, but it isn't. Mm. And so I like Christian fiction to be... Real. Real, yeah. Real, true to life. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Where not everything goes as we would like it to. Um, some things do because the Lord is amazing and he makes good things happen. But it doesn't always happen happen as we would like it to. No. And what he defines as good isn't always what we define exactly. as good. Exactly. <laughs> because he can see the whole full picture, mm-hmm. can't he? We only see things from our angle. So you've always liked writing. Yes, always. Yeah. Um. Right from my earliest memories. So do you remember those tape recorders from the 80s, especially in the early 80s? They were those big flat ones and yeah. they had a line of buttons across the front. They were big. They were very big. Everything was big back then. It was. And then just behind those buttons, there was a the bit that flipped up where the tape went and then the speaker behind that. So if we were going on a car journey or something, or if I was sat out on my swing, I used to spend hours out on the swing as a child, swinging away, I'd have my tape recorder mm-hmm. and I'd be telling stories into that. Or I would um, get anyone who was willing to write them down. I always remember making this book, stapling these pieces of paper together to create a little book and and get my dad to write them out to these stories about the puppies. I'm not quite sure. They all have different names, of course. And and I used to get my mum to try and tell me stories as well. And... uh, Oh, do, do I admit what, what I used to ask her to tell me stories about? I think you should, yeah. So I had this ball. My cousin and I both had them at the same time. And um, his was, I think it was red with white spots and mine was red with blue spots. So I had my spotty ball. So I wanted a story about a spotty ball. So my mum made up this story for me about a spotty ball and a stripy ball and the adventures they had. So obviously I must get this kind of creative bit from my mum. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, the, the spotty ball and stripy ball went on adventures. So, of course, you realise what happened, don't you? You wanted the stripy ball. I needed the stripy yeah. ball. So we spent the whole holiday looking for the perfect stripy <laughs> ball. Spotty. Yeah. <laughs> spotty had to have stripy. <laughs> so, yeah, and I've, so I've always loved writing. And, you know, in my teens, I used to write reams and reams and reams of stuff. And um, I just always loved writing. And if I, if I couldn't sleep, I would just imagine stories in my mind. Or if I was just anywhere where there was nothing happening, you know, going along again in a car journey, I could never be bored. Yeah, because your mind was always yeah, active. My mind was always working, you know, imagining different situations and different characters in those situations. So, yeah, always love writing. The book that's coming out is called Love Wins. Yes, um, Love Wins. Where did the idea come from for this particular story? Now, this is kind of a bit crazy, really, because... <laughs> The original idea, I started to write this book several years ago, but it was it was completely different then. But the original idea came from a dream I had. Mm. Um, and in this dream, there were, there were two little girls and their father. The father was kind of carrying both girls. He had one on his shoulders and carrying one in his arms. And it was, there was, I think in the dream, I mean, it was nighttime and they were kind of running away from something, getting away from something. And there were kind of all sorts of, sort of scary things happening um that picture stayed with me for part of the beginning of the book mm. i didn't really know where they were going what what was happening you just knew something bad was happening yeah and so then um the idea formed of how i what i wanted to do with these characters and, and the beginning part because when i start writing i never quite know where it's going to go 
But I actually ended up doing a an online creative writing course back the other year. And with that, you had to um, write the first part of a first chapter. You had to write an outline of a, of a story. And so I used that idea and I kind of built on it. And it was a very basic outline. I'm not good at outlines. No. I'm really and not. And if I make them, I don't stick to them. No. Well, I didn't. I sort of did. But so much more happened. Mm, yeah. As I started to write, other ideas would come in, new characters. Characters just wrote themselves into the, the book. They really did. You know, characters I'd never imagined when I did the first outline. And so it kind of, it kind of came about like that, really. So without giving away the story, because it's hard <laughs> with fiction. If, if, Very it was, hard. if you're discussing non-fiction, mm. you can say so much more because, it, you know, it's not going to spoil the story for anyone. Mm. But when you're asking someone about their book and it's fiction, mm. if, if you say too much, people won't buy the book. No, nope, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, I've heard that story now. Um, mm. So what can you tell us without giving it away and giving people a taster to actually want to read it, which I, I would highly recommend that they do. <laughs> yeah, you've read it several times, haven't you? A couple of times. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So it's set in World War Two, and it is the main characters are a family, particularly the father and his two daughters. Uh, but it's about uh, things happen <laughs> and th- things have to change. And... They, um, I think I could say that the, the girls end up moving to the country, mm. um, as a lot of people did in during the war, in yeah, the war. Yeah. And they end up staying at, at this sort of small farm. Um, and the farmer and his wife are Christians. And basically, it's all about different relationships between people and relate their relationships with the Lord, mm. really. And the farmer and his wife don't have everything go to plan. They have hard times too. But their their love for the Lord and their love for others help these characters see the Lord mm. um, and other characters that seem to come into their lives too. And they all, this, this farm seems to kind of be a bit of a, a safe place really, doesn't it? For, yeah. for all sorts of people. And they just, different people in their own ways come to know the Lord. And not that, not that everyone does, but they, they come to see some of his love. And they seem to have a very simple and practical way of living out their faith. Yeah. It's not so much in what they say. I no. mean, they do say things, mm. but it's it's in how they live and how they, you know, interact with people and yeah. accept people. And that's and, it. And how they help one another as well. Yeah. I think they show Jesus yeah. to the various characters. I think so, yeah. And yeah. But I would also say that, if you think of oh, Christian fiction, I don't know, that sounds a bit like everyone's just going to be talking about God all the time. It, it's not like that. At least I hope it's not, doesn't no. come across like that because, yes, that, you know, there is that huge thread as part of the book, but there's also so much storyline that, you know, I, I think that even if, say, you're thinking I'm not sure about all this Christian fiction thing, that you might still get something from the book, hopefully. Yeah, I think so, definitely. What made you go with the title that you went with in the end? Um, well, you helped me out with that, actually. Yeah. You did. And you'd forgotten you'd done it. Um, Forget a lot of things. <laughs> so the fact that... So love wins. So the fact that love is a main theme in it. The love of the Lord and the love for people, for one another. And, you know, again, not just in the sloppy sense, but in, you know, 
just in a family sense, in a friendship sense, so much love and obviously God's love as well. And wins, love wins because it's when, when we show that love to one another and it, it can help overcome all sorts, can't it? And the fact that it's set in the wartime, the, war, yeah. the, the, the you know, fact, yeah, the victory, it just seems to work well. But um, you actually um, came up with that title idea. Did I? You did. Yes, I remember that. We were sat at your mother's house and, um, and I said, I really don't know what to call this book. And you kind of, we were bouncing some ideas around and uh, that was when you bounced out there. And I thought, that works. <laughs> I think, you know, in, in the Bible, there's mention of different types of love. Yeah. And I think but pretty much you kind of cover them all. Yeah, in I the think, various relationships. Yeah, I think in a way, I, I do. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't, you know, I didn't sit down and think, right, I'm going to add no. this, include this type of love and that type of love. But in working out and working out the different relationships and the different ways people interact, it just sort of happened, didn't it? Yeah. So you said that some of the characters didn't exist when you made your outline. <laughs> and actually, I mean, I know which of the characters you added mm. just like you say I did themselves yeah and, and actually they in some ways not that they're the most interesting is the wrong way of putting it but they're the they're the, the ones that stand out to a degree because yes. um you, uh, for a lot of the book you had to write in dialect <laughs> that was entertaining and quite a challenge now I've never never written in dialect before and I never thought I even wanted to but because these characters had written themselves in and I could hear how they were speaking so well um I mean we have someone who is awfully posh yeah awfully awfully oh yes and someone um who's from the forest which is the forest of Dean which is where where we are now we'll be still but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep and so um and then we have couple of people from London because people were evacuated from London yeah. during the war and they've all got such different accents and it it's really hard to write in dialect because you don't want to overdo it but you want to make you want other people to hear the characters as I hear them and I think they do and I think if you'd if you'd actually left some of the dialect out which when you read um professional you know how how one is supposed to write oh, yes. you know they do say be sparing with dialect oh yes but I actually think it's what made them alive. I think so too, yeah. I mean, you know, when, when you read some of the lines, that you know, th- the things they say, if it didn't have the dialect, it just wouldn't work. No. I really don't think it would work. And it just really shows, it gives you a bigger picture of who they are and the places they've come from. And the contrast. Yeah. And there are so many contrasts in the book, aren't there? Yeah. Really so many contrasts. Yeah, I mean, I can think of two of the characters in particular who end up having a bit of an adventure together. Yeah. And you just would never, ever put no. A with B. You really <laughs> wouldn't, because, yeah, they, in a normal, in a normal, um, under normal circumstances, those two characters would never have been in the same place. No. But because of the war and the different things that were going on, they ended up in the same place and became good friends. And learned to see what each other can bring to the table. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, yeah. we tend to compartmentalise people. We yeah. tend to like put people in boxes. Yeah. And we only tend to, to use a Welsh term, bother with our own <laughs> type of person. You know, well, that's it. Somebody who's like us. Yeah. And you kind of show in the book that we, we all have something to give to each other. Mm, yeah, no matter where we've come from, no matter what our previous experiences are, we all have something to give. 
as people read this book, apart from the obvious, which is that God loves them, <laughs> what would you like people to learn about the Lord? What do you hope people would take away from this? Um, I think really, um, obviously, as you said, that he loves each of us. And no matter what's in our past, um, no matter what we've been through, no matter what decisions we've been forced to make for whatever reason, the Lord is still with us. He still loves us. And we can t- we can turn to him. We don't have to kind of um, be better before we go to him. We can come to him just as we are. Like the hymn, the old hymn. Yeah. 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 And, that you know, he, he's just waiting there to waiting for us to enter into that relationship with him because that's what he wants from each of us that that close relationship and there's always a road back always yeah we never go so far that we can't come back that's it because so many people i mean and this this happens to someone in the book they think well i i can't he wouldn't want me because i've done this that and the other um but that's not true he still wants each of us he wants that closeness with each of us and the actual, another thing that um, I was really touched by and that, that I enjoyed about your book is, um, and again, I, I think you'll know which character I'm referring to, <laughs> that even Christians who've got a strong, solid faith, something can happen in their lives oh, yes. and they can get completely off Thrown. track for a while yeah. mm-hmm. and they can behave in a way that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. But there's still a way back. Always. It's not like, oh, I've messed up now, I can't come back. Mm, that's it. Yeah, I know exactly which character you're referring to. Yeah. And yeah, and things happen which really puts this person off track. And, and they behave out of character. Oh, very much so, yeah. You know, but... but they want still... to give them a good shake, but... You either want to give them a good shake or a good hug, I can't yeah. say. Both, both, I think, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think they'd let you give them the good hug because they're, no. they're just, you know, they, they kind of really behave out of character and, yeah, and, but they... But they know, get they, both. They get they the do. shake and the hug. They do, yes. And yeah. I think that's how God works with us. Well, the thing is, he works with each of us as we need him to. Yeah. He hasn't got the same formula for each of us. Yeah. He knows what each of us needs um, in order to bring us back to him or bring us closer to him. And... It's up to us whether we choose to allow that to happen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And whatever way he wants to show us his love at yeah. any given time, and it can it can vary depending on the season of our lives. Definitely, it really does vary. Yeah, and I think you show that as well in the book how God shows his love in different ways at different times mm. for depending on the circumstance we're in. Uh, when you um, obviously were planning on making this into a book, <laughs> um, obviously you needed a cover and. For those of us who can't see, planning and designing a book cover is hard yes. because actually visualising, <laughs> you know, things is not so easy. No, it's not. I did have an idea, yeah. a bit of an idea, and thankfully I knew the right person who, uh, well, you put me in contact with the right person to make that happen. Mm. So Sandy is amazing, isn't she? Yeah, very gifted lady. Yes, mm. very gifted. And... I sort of bounced. She can visualise things yes. as you as, you as you're telling yeah. her what you're thinking, and mm. she can she can visualise it, and then she goes away and prays about and it. She adds to that. And yeah. yeah. So on the cover, uh, my original thoughts were, it's set in the war, so something like a bombed out building, but with light shining through it. Mm. So there's all this destruction and devastation, 
but light can shine through it and good can come out of it mm. and Sandy really captured that didn't she and, and took it took it so much further made mm. it so much better than I could even imagine so um she made it the whole cover the sort of front and the back so yeah. the, the front is more like the the bombed out building and as you go around to the back it's there's more like the the green farm sort of looking place you know the field type place and um you just can really see that that light shining through the progression of the story is almost yeah. on the cover it actually. really is it's amazing how she did it because i didn't i didn't even know you could do that with the cover i just thought the front was the front and the back was the back you know no, she did a full um full like yeah front yeah. and back yeah your launch of of love wins will be happening on the 29th of april it will at 2 p.m yes. in colford baptist church um that's the church i i go to and church i'm a part of and um, I would just love anyone to be there who can be. And my aim is also to um, have it streamed either on Facebook or YouTube or both, then to sort of upload it afterwards, if um, hopefully to get it up there uploaded so mm. that it'll still be Perfect. there. Yeah, that, you know, anyone can watch it at any time. But I would just love anyone who can be there to come along because it's kind of really scary doing a book launch because I didn't do a launch for Book of Smiles. No. I just, it was just sort of like, right, I've written this thing, I've got them printed, right, if you want them, you can have one, you can buy one of these, but um, <laughs> but I don't suppose anyone will. And they you did. Know. They did. And people, you know, you've had such good positive feedback. Yeah. And I just like the idea of, um, with Love Wins, of kind of celebrating it with people and just sharing the fact that love does win. And I think I know how I'm going to go about things with the book launch. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll have a time of singing together and talk a bit about the book and uh, there'll be tea and cake after so if you if, if you don't come for anything else come for the tea and cake because <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat that virtually no exactly so cake can only be enjoyed in person exactly <laughs> so come for tea and cake <laughs> and once you've published love wins do you have any more plans or are you going to give up writing for lent or lent is open do <laughs> i don't think i can ever give up writing no, so no, I've got another book, which I've already written, but it needs a lot of editing. And I'll tell you now, editing is much harder than the actual Horrible. writing process. Yeah. It takes so much longer. It can but put you off the writing, It actually, can, but the editing. don't think about the editing. Just do the writing mm. and then just do the writing and the editing can be sort of sorted afterwards. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I do have another um, Christian fiction book in mind. I've also written some children's stories, but um, I've no idea quite what to do with those because they need an illustrator and uh any illustrators out there yeah please come and help me because um yeah illustrating is definitely not my thing no. <laughs> helps to see <laughs> <laughs> so there will be another book i don't know when yeah well we look forward to that and uh, to what god has for the future mm-hmm. and um, i'm sure that everyone listening will wish you all the best and yeah, thank uh, you I would definitely say that if anyone out there is thinking, I would kind of like to write a book, but I don't know, maybe I shouldn't, maybe it won't be good enough. Just just do it. Just have a go because you don't know unless you try. And I didn't think I could do it. And now I'm on my second. And it's just such a wonderful feeling to be able to share what's been bouncing around in my mind. And I just want that for anyone else who feels that they've got writing inside of them because it is such a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Mm, it is. Yeah. Well, it was brilliant to have Lou on the podcast and I'm sure that we'll have her on here again when the next book comes out, if not before. But if you'd like to know more about her work or to follow her updates, she does actually have her own web page. It's part of the Worship Unlimited Ministries 
website. But if you want to specifically go to Lou's page, you can type in worshipunlimitedministries.org forward slash Lou. That's worshipunlimitedministries.org forward slash Lou, L-O-U. Or if you forget the citation at the end, don't worry because in the main menu of the website, there is an actual page that talks about Lou's writing. And on that page, you can hear about her books and also her music, her songs she's written. And there are some examples of some of her songs on there. So um, lots to enjoy there. You can also follow her author page on Facebook, which is Lorraine Beard Author. So there are lots of ways that you can reach her. And if you want any more information, please do reach out to me and I can always pass that on to her as well. So God bless you all. Until we chat again. Bye. Thank you for listening. For more information, please go to www.worshipunlimitedministries.org. If you'd like to get in touch or give feedback, you can email worshipunlimited1 at gmail.com. And we'll be back with another devotional next week. God bless you all.